0: Hey there and welcome to the Lead Bold Podcast, a place where we engage in inspiring conversations with leaders in ministry and ministry partnerships. These discussions allow for us to learn more about different leaders and their experiences as we navigate questions about their call to ministry, the challenges they have faced, things they wish they knew or would share with others, and so, so much more about what it means to live into their calling. This community is truly a place to find those who get you and we hope that what you hear encourages you and gives you takeaways for your own journey. Here's a little bit about our guest today. Whether over a cup of coffee or laughing on her back porch, Danielle Zapchank has a passion for helping others know that their story matters. Danielle is a speaker, teacher, and host of the Parable podcast and co-host of Together We Rise, an initiative of Women Speakers Collective. She is on the leadership team at Westridge Community Church and Overseas Communications. Danielle and her husband, Eric, have two amazing kids, and they call the northwest suburbs of Chicago their home.
1: In today's episode, Erin and I are joined by Danielle Zaptank. She is part of our Chicago area Lead Bold community, and she shares with us a little bit about her transition away from women's ministry and toward all the things that she's doing now. She'll talk really honestly about how the plans sometimes don't work out the way you thought and how sometimes we don't feel like enough. Most of all, she's sharing about what it means to be somebody who's understanding your own voice and how to bring out the voice of others. We know that you will not only enjoy this podcast, but you will find a specific word just for you. Can't wait. Hello again, Lead Bold family. We are here with another conversation with one of the leaders in our community. We are pretty sure you are going to enjoy this, learn from it, and be encouraged. Uh, before that, though, let me say hello and welcome to my, my amazing partner in crime here, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hey, hey, how are you? I'm good. Erin gets extra kudos, tech kudos for, uh, she's just been having to do a lot. You've been having to do a lot of problem solving lately with uh, our lovely podcast here.
0: (laughs) You know, it's never a dull moment and honestly worth it because that means that on the back end, I get to listen to these a lot, which is delightful because then I get like a preview of this amazing information before our guests. So I'll say that it's not too bad of a job. It keeps uh it keeps me uh engaged, which is so
2: great.
1: That you have such a good attitude. I have to say so many of uh the people on our lead bold team uh wh- there's so many behind the scenes things that happen behind the scenes things. That's hard to say that happen. <laughs> And it's one of the great things about being part of a team. So thank you for what you do. Um, but with no further ado, I'm excited yeah. to welcome our guest, Danielle Zapchenk. Excited to be here and talk and hear all the amazing things. So hello, Danielle.
2: Hey, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: We met last year at the Leadbold Chicago conference. We have that yeah. coming up here pretty soon. So I'm really eager to get to be back with you and uh, reconnect and all that. Can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, obviously last year was our first year in Chicago and you took a risk by joining us. So tell us a little bit about what that experience was like for you.
2: Yeah, I I've already shared this t- with you, Andrea. Like I was just at a really weird headspace that week. There was stuff that happened in ministry, and we can talk about that a little bit, but as we go on. But I remember, like, oh, I don't want to go to this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. But you know, a friend invited me. I'm like, let's just go. We're gonna make it happen. And I, uh, it was the conference that I didn't know I needed at that point in my ministry life, um, just for me emotionally, it was such a breath of fresh air. And I was so grateful that I ended up at it, it is It is worth it to be in that room with so many other ministry leaders and women who are just doing some amazing things.
1: I'm so glad that that was your experience. And I think you totally hit it right there at the end, that it is kind of like what I was saying about the team, it's not any one of us. It's not any one conversation you had or one speaker that spoke to you in a certain way. It was just the conglomeration of that whole experience that God used to pour into you. I love that. Have you found that, um, like, did you find yourself different in the way you were engaging in leadership and ministry Mm -hmm. after that? And has that, how has that been for you since?
2: Yeah. I think what I just, it provided a little bit of rest for my soul. So I was Mm. in the process of transitioning out of women's ministry for 14 years. I had been in that role as a volunteer. I loved it, but I just felt like, as we all do, we wear so many hats and that was one space I felt like it was time to transition. And so, um, yeah, just everything that I thought I was doing to make that work just fell out of place (laughs) that, Mm. that previous week. And so I was just so frustrated and I just felt like I, you know, what am I doing wrong? And really I felt like the conference lead bold gave me the space to really go to God to really think like, mm-hmm. is this happening on Danielle's timetable or is it happening on yours? Because I thought it was perfectly planned and I, I thought it was <laughs> like in God's yeah. timing. Um, but it wasn't. And and now looking back, I can see that by having that time to settle my, my soul, my heart and really come to him, um, and that's really what I needed as a leader. Like I do that. I just keep going and going and going and on to the next mm. project where I don't take that time of reflection or I don't, um, run to his arms. And then what happens is like, I just get so, um, distressed and I'm, I'm anxious and wondering like, what is my next step? And really I needed to focus on him. So that is what the conference provided for me is just this time of rest to recenter myself with him
0: powerful stuff.
1: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's so true. It's such a common experience as leaders and as women that we do just what you said, where it's like, go, 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 go. And you don't, I was, I was literally just talking to somebody right before this podcast. And, you know, I was saying to her, you're holding a lot right now. And she was like, I know, but I never thought about it before until it all comes Like not, not, I don't want to say crashing down, but it's not working like we thought. And then we recognize the load that that is. So, yes. Well, I'm so happy that you made space to do that. And even though you came kicking and screaming, that's okay. We will take that too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's a good, you know what? And it is a good segue into our first question because we know as ministry leaders that um, it's messy and it's people and it's probably messy because it's people so let's start with that as we uh, as our listeners kind of get to know you i know we've heard sort of like you know your official bio but uh, who are the people that that god has given you to care for like who who are the people that you minister to tell us a little bit about your ministry with that
2: yeah, so um, my background is in women's ministry. So I have done that for quite some time. That was never something that I planned on doing, uh, but it just kind of fell in my lap. And it really, I think, what what I learned from that season and that time, I'm still learning, is just that everyone has a story. Um, sometimes I think we can feel so isolated; we feel like we're the only ones. Um, that this is happening to whatever situation. And so to know that we're not alone, to know that we, maybe our stories are different, but there are so many similarities within them mm. that um, when, we, when we bond, when we get to connect in safe spaces, um, there is a change that happens within our hearts and it draws us closer into community and with Him. Um, so I'm still very much involved in, in women's ministry, but I have stepped away. I, I do a lot of teaching at our church and I'm grateful that our church allows me to speak in that way. And um yeah, I'm just grateful that they've encouraged me to do that. So that's something that I've been growing in, and um I feel like I've I've started to find my voice, you know, for so many years i was just like well i don't know why you're asking me i'm just a mom and i'm not beth moore and i don't have a biblical studies (laughs) i didn't really pay attention in my biblical studies class so I i don't know why you want to hear my voice and i think that goes back to you know that same feeling of like when i'm ministering to people just to know that your voice does matter um, I remember my pastor telling me he's just like i want to hear what danielle has to say like I do and that just like gave me such confidence even though i i waver back and forth on that but yeah so I, <laughs> I'm able to be on our teaching team and I do a lot of like background um like communications marketing design which i it's just kind of like that subliminal thing where it feels like it brings the essence of um, you know, whatever the song or the message or the theme is. And I I love creating that space visually. Mm. And then finally, um, I'm, I'm a host of the parable podcast. That's something that I've been doing for about two years. And, um, yeah, that was just another thing where I was like, I don't know, like, is this important? Do I want to do that? My husband, it took me about two years to figure out like, if this is the right space for me to be in, but I, I really want to amplify and, um, showcase people's stories. Like we, I believe we all have a parable within our life. Um, Mm. something where God has taught us a lesson and it can be big or small. Um, and again, it just connects us back to, um, your story matters. It's truly, so that's where my ministry lies right now. And, um, yeah, who knows where it's going to be in another 10 years.
0: (laughs) That's so awesome. Have you, has it been, has it felt like a transition Mm -hmm. or has it felt pretty, um like connected to move Mm -hmm. away from being in women's ministry specifically to then reaching a more broad group of people obviously different age groups different genders etc what has that transition been like and has that Mm -hmm. affected how you approach things
2: i think it's been a couple of things one when i'm able to look back and reflect you're you can start seeing and piecing together all of these qualities that um, god has already seen in me and just growing Mm -hmm. that in through each season um I think I've said this before to many friends, it's, it's some of the things that I didn't know I was good at or capable of doing somebody else Mm -hmm. saw that in me. And so that is huge for me to speak into other people's lives and kind of bring them along in this journey because gosh, it's just so good that we can collaborate and say, I see something in you, um, that you didn't even see in yourself. And so a lot of those transitions have happened because um, somebody asked me to do it or I was, I was open to the opportunity. I, I feel like I'm a very curious person. So if somebody shows me how to do something or I see something on Pinterest or TikTok, I'm like, well, I want to figure out how to do that. So I think that it's a, just a natural curiosity. I was the girl then in college, like I had 10 really random jobs. And so that's, that's my personality. <laughs> in general but um yeah I just uh looking back I can see wow God's hand has been in it I would have never picked this trajectory I didn't know podcasting existed 10 years ago um Mm. so now to have that space um I'm just so grateful yeah just to see what God has continued to do and even when I feel like I'm not good enough or um I feel like there's a barrier in the way I'm grateful for that
1: I want to go back to something that you said a second ago about this idea of somebody kind of pulling something out of you and then you in turn doing that with other people. It's something I I kind of heard you say even earlier when you were talking about, you know, the, being more confident in the voice that God has given you. And then obviously through your podcast, you give voice to other people and space for their story. I wonder if you could talk a little bit about what that has been like specifically. um, As a, a leader, I think we all can relate to not always being super confident in what we, quote unquote, bring to the table. And often as I talk to women leaders, I find that even when they feel that way, they're still stepping out and doing it. And they're still saying the thing to other women that they often don't believe about themselves, you know, kind (laughs) of, I don't know what that is in us, but I would love to just hear your perspective on what that weird dynamic has been for you and how you've, you know, seen, seen growth there.
2: I was just at a friend's 40th birthday party the other week. And we, we were asked a similar question. Like, what do you want to remove or not take with you into the next 10 years of your life. And Mm, it will always be, I think it's always going to be there. Like whatever that thorn is in our side, for me, it's, I always think like, I'm not good enough. I just Mm. feel, uh, I don't know. Like do I have to achieve to a certain level? And really for me, it's, it's the internal struggle. Nobody else really, if I go back has, Um, criticize me like horribly to cause me to be like that. But I feel like it is um, the challenge that I have. And I remember my mom saying to me one time, she's just like, Danielle, you know, if you had to just get rid of that feeling, because I was just like, I just want it to go away. Mm -hmm. And she's like, then you don't have any choice but to rest on god then because you're just choosing to rest on yourself and so every time that struggle comes up for me i have to remind myself um are you trying to do this on your own or are you resting in who the child that god created you to be the beloved daughter that god created you to be um, that's what you need to rest in and so it is it's for me it's a mental struggle and so um you know and it's a challenge that i'm going to continue to have but just building upon that as the years go on and recognizing this is who God created me. And instead of like uh, going from that shame or judgment, um, when I'm thinking about any kind of decision, I'm like, is that the truth is that the right thing that I should be focusing on, and so yeah. And then you're so right, Andrea. About I can speak this all day into everyone's life, I can speak for <laughs> 13 year old daughter's life. Yeah, like wow, Danielle, that was so good, but you know, two seconds later, God, I feel like kind of just like hey, <laughs> remember that for yourself, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yes. so it's it's hard, it's a challenge, and um, yeah, I am. I'm grateful I still have it, but I would have to say that that has been the hardest thing. And I think it'll continue on. Um, but just how do I navigate that going forward? Yeah, your mom is
1: so wise to say that, that, you know, it is, it is in a way a gift, like our insecurities, our weaknesses, the things that we, the places where we don't feel good enough, they really are a door into. Being obedient and trusting, even when mm-hmm. you know you're not feeling like you're all that, and and I guess it keeps us humble. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I was
0: gonna say, my grandma always would say that, where she was like, "Well, if we could do everything, then why would we need God?" Like that's that's a huge yeah. part of of leaning on the Lord and 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 needing that 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 sense of closeness and and kind of win or learn perspective, mm-hmm. right? Which is like. All right, Lord, I feel you. I feel you calling me to do this. I'm going to trust you and be obedient. And either it's going to be awesome and successful, or I'm going to learn something really important about myself and what is the next step for me. And so, um,
1: yeah, love that. yeah, that's actually a great segue. Next step, um, I'm thinking about <laughs> uh, even that question that your friend asked about what do you not want to take with you into the next 10 years. That's so that's profound. Huge. You definitely should do a whole podcast on that. <laughs> um, but it made me think about that. Like, as you look forward to, you know, even the next year or 10 years or whatever, kind of this next phase of ministry, what are you seeing in your ministry? And I ask it one because we want to know your ministry, but also, you know, we always want our listeners to be able to see themselves and other people's stories. And to, so, so those of you listening right now, I encourage you, uh, especially if you're like me, where I'm not a really great like plan, you know, forward thinker. Like, here's my five year plan, and here's how I'm going to get there. I'm so bad at that. So I'm going to ask you as the listeners to be listening um in this part of the conversation to where god might put your focus when it when when it is about forward thinking and and yes our plans often do not go as we thought and we always have to submit to god but also i think there is a little bit of a responsibility on us as a leader to be forward thinking about our ministry. So for you, Danielle, especially in light of just a pretty recent, in the last year, year and a half of a transition, what is that looking like for you? What's that thought process looking like? Um, What are you seeing? Um, What's scaring you about what you're seeing? Am I, I'm
2: speaking to myself right now. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, of course I told myself, you know what, Danielle, give yourself a year. Give yourself a year to not add anything more to your plate. Well, just give me a (laughs) couple of months and that already happened. So I, and it's, you know, (laughs) so I started working with women speakers collective, which is really, truly like my heart and passion to champion other women, um, to help them showcase their own voice and their story. Um, and I, I felt like if I didn't take this opportunity um One, I felt like I was getting mentored. I was growing in the spaces that I wanted to grow in and connecting with other people so that I could continue to tell their story. Um, so that whole idea of like taking some space not really happened, but I think that um, you know i there's opportunity there, so I'm trying to look. When I choose something, am I choosing it just because, ooh, this is super fun? Or mm. is, this, is this really in my wheelhouse? So before I said yes to that, I really went through what are like my core tenants? Like what are the things that are truly important to me? One, authenticity, two, intentionality, um, and a whole list of other things. And so in that first conversation, all of those things aligned. And so I felt, okay, this is where God is calling me next. And maybe this is only for a season, Um, but this is an opportunity where I can see growth potential. And maybe that's just for me. Like I'm learning how to be a better podcast host, how to listen well, how to ask great questions. And so by doing that, I was able to grow in that way. Um, but also hey, real quick,
1: Danielle, what, yeah.
2: tell us about, for those that don't know what women speaker
1: yeah. collective is, tell us what that is.
2: Yeah. So it is a global community. You can be a member. And so we have coaching calls and boot camps and in different cohorts where you can learn from other women. Um, I think collaboration as Bull does so well, it is about growing together, um, because sometimes we come into, um, you know, women's ministry, and it's like a, a an idea of competition, and that's that's not what we're about. Um, this is we don't have to have the scarcity mindset. We all have something to bring to the table, and so I love that idea of everyone coming to the table, everyone championing each other forward, and galvanizing one another in their own passions and goals, um, because the kingdom of God is huge, and so. Uh, it's exciting and yeah, you can find out more about it, women's speakers, collective.com. Uh, but we also just, cause, because I can only have, you know, more than one podcast, there's a second. <laughs> so we started one <laughs> together. We ah. Um, so we get to have conversations about that. You know, what does women's ministry look like? What should women be pastors? Why do women distrust each other? So it's these okay. kinds of conversations Yeah, um, to continue on. So together. is that,
1: so women's speakers collective is for uh, women who are speakers or who want to be to come and kind of get support, get some training and equipping. Yes. And is it is it in, in particular for people who are in women's ministry or is it just any no, woman who's no, so wanting to seen do that?
2: People who are in the academic world, who, people mm-hmm. who are podcasters, people who are in nonprofit space, or maybe they're starting to write Great. their first book. So yeah. think about it as where your voice is being Use and maybe that's in writing, maybe that is actually in speaking, or maybe you are utilizing that on social media. So, anyone in that area um, that's just kind of like, I need a running mate, I need a woman mm-hmm. to understand like the direction that I'm going because I have a bunch of girlfriends, but none of them, not all of them, understand the demands of ministry or, Mm -hmm. you know, your dreams and goals moving forward. So I guess going back to that question is, do you have somebody in your life that is championing you forward? Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of cool to look within the last two years of just connecting through Lead Bold and also other ministries of finding women that are like, yeah, Danielle, that's a great idea. Or maybe you need to like put a pause on that. And I love and appreciate those kinds of directives. Um, one other thing is I think forward, you know, even for me starting the Parable podcast, I, I was just very hesitant. There's even though I think I'm not good enough at the same time, I also struggle. I'm like, oh, are you doing this just to show off, Danielle? And this goes back, we can go on a whole nother podcast about a previous <laughs> middle school relationship that like has traumatized <laughs> me. But I mean, you have these stories in your head. And so I'm like, are you doing this to promote yourself? Because I'm yeah. I'm way against like having this idle mentality, but I'm like, am I, am I showcasing my gifts for God or am I doing this to promote myself? So it's this weird tension and it's, it's really uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. So even when we talk about leading boldly, I'm like, should I? Like, is that something <laughs> <should> I do? <laughs> so true. Tension is just the right word. And it, it's that it, it is that
1: always kind of checking our motives and having that discernment. I mean, that's what it is. And that takes energy and it takes time. And it is a lot of work. It sounds like God is expanding your reach and really along this vein of, again, elevating people's voices. That's, I mean, is that just really resonating with you right now?
2: I think that was, I remember when I was having a conversation with a couple of of trusted friends and they said, Danielle, it's not about your voice. You're actually like amplifying other people's voices. And so I Mm -hmm. think that switch helped me better understand, like, this isn't the Danielle show. This is like, how can I let you, Aaron, how can I let you, Andrea, amplify your own voice, give you a platform to know that your story matters And, um, that helped me a lot because even when I I preach of like, how do we put the focus back on Jesus? How do we remind them of like, this is what the truth and the, the spirit of the Bible is about. So. I think that it's that shifting mindset uh, as we as we go forward into any vocation or any passion area of what is your focus? If it is about being a social media influencer, like then maybe maybe we need to check that. Like what what is your actual goal behind that?
0: Yeah, uh, you touched on something just a moment ago about this idea of in those opportunities when those opportunities arise, and asking yourself that question of. Hey, like, does this align with like the core things that either in my walk with God, I've been focusing on or that I, that the Lord and I kind of feel a sense of like companionship and calling towards what do you, I was going to say, what do you say to the woman? And this is, I've been in this situation before where the thing you're being asked to do is really intriguing and exciting and you really want to do it, but it doesn't necessarily like feel like it aligns with those things. Like what in what ways has it been have you felt uh resources to say no even when it's something that like you would love to do and for anyone else who's listening who's an enneagram too like i have a very hard time saying no to things so uh i'm so inspired by what you shared about that kind of core tenets and, and reviewing what god has called you to but because sometimes those things don't align and is there room when they don't or is it the time to say no you know what would your advice be there
2: yeah well, Erin, I think I'm, I waver between, am I an Enneagram two or three? And so it is super challenging. <laughs> Ooh, for me that's to definitely a lot. <laughs> I, I don't want to, I don't want to let anybody down. Um, yes. so I think for, for the beginning, I would say almost 10 years of women's ministry, I chose to do a lot of things by myself just because I, I didn't want to bother anyone. I didn't want mm-hmm. to, um, you know just like not a i don't know and also i got caught up in like okay i know how to do something really really well and so i'll just do it and then um it'll it'll just <laughs> keep going but the fact was it turned into the danielle show for a while which here's it's a repeating theme here we go and so um <laughs> I needed, it's I so needed... relatable though i what you're saying is so
1: relatable it's like i don't want to impose also they won't do it the way I want them to. So I will
2: just do that. And then it's just like, we're shooting ourselves in the foot.
1: All right, keep going.
2: Yeah, so I think until like probably 10 10 years in, somebody kind of brought this idea of like, you know, where is your team? And I think even if I wanted to let go of women's ministry at the 10 year mark, I had nobody to like pass that over to because I hadn't built in this group of women. And so, um, gosh, I think- Uh, a great example of this is I I wanted to redo our basement. Just we had to like rip up some carpet and all these paint the walls, all the different things. And I told my husband, I said, I'm going to do this all by myself. And he just (laughs) kind of looked at me and was like, okay, like that's why. And I felt God telling me after a while sitting in that, he's just like, who are you, who are you trying to prove? Like, like what are you trying to prove for Hmm. yourself? Um, Because I'm not I'm not putting this on Instagram. So it's just like, why are you trying to do this? And so I think what happens is when we want to bring people in, and when we say no, we allow other people to utilize their gifts and allow them to grow. And so you know, want to know who the best demolition person was in the basement? Was my nine-year-old son. Like he was thriving. He knew how to use all of the tools. And I think for so many of us, when we think like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to say no. Like one, do you even want to do it? Um, and mm-hmm. two, by you saying no, it allows another opportunity for somebody to say yes. And it opens a door for them. Just like me, somebody opened a door for me and it allows us to be like, oh, wow, we get to give that over to other people in, in our community and, um, just see them thrive. And I think that's so beautiful. And it's scary. It is really scary to do that because you're like, Oh, but I want to do it a certain way. And you know what? It's okay if the napkin colors are wrong, or you know what? Somebody <laughs> messed up on the worship song. Life is going to go on. So.
1: Yes, I love that. that is definitely a, a good word. And thanks for just your vulnerability and honesty. It's so relatable. It's so relatable. And it helps to know that you know, we're not the only ones that are struggling with this mindset or, you know, the way that we do that. Um, As we kind of wrap up our last few minutes here, I, we used to have um, in our previous series, we used to always ask women to tell us what does it mean to them to lead bold, to lead boldly. Um, So I kind of want to just end our time with that, just um, from what you've been learning and what you feel you know, is risky and what God is asking you to step up to, what does boldness look like for you right now?
2: Yeah, I looked, I I wrote something for you guys, but then I was just like, hey, remember you picked out your word of the year, which I don't do every year, but in 2022, uh, my year was boldness. And so I had this whole journal entry and i feel like this kind of goes together with what we were talking about today and and i wrote it says i'm an achiever and a doer by nature however i can get sidetracked and overwhelmed and let things go a bit i'm confident but i don't feel the most confident promoting myself because i don't want to be seen as self-absorbed so i hope hmm. the boldness i seek this year is rooted in the truth of who god knows me to be as a friend as a wife mom podcaster leader and child of god and i think you know it's hard to like go boldly, um, but I think when we when we think back and look, what is the root of that boldness? My boldness comes out of being a child of God. It is is driven into Christ, and so mm-hmm. I think when we are scared, when we feel not good enough, when we don't feel confident, or we're wondering, is this even worth it? Like, should we keep going on because this is so hard? Um, when we can focus back into the boldness of who Christ is, um, we can just continue on in that journey. Mm.
1: So as you share that, I hear, I hear some emotion (laughs) coming up in your voice.
2: Never from Um, me. I'm super emotional. Well, (laughs) I'm calling you
1: out. Um, Where, where's that coming from for you as you talk about that?
2: Mm. Yeah, I think it just goes back to the good enough portion of like, can I continue on? Is it worth it? You know, (laughs) Um, like I just want to do things well and you just want people to know the truth of who Jesus is and leading ministry can be really hard when people don't they don't understand that truth and you desperately want it for them um but at the end of the day it's not our choice we just have to continue to go forward boldly and just be um just open to his direction and it's not always going to be easy but in the end it is it's what he wants and so um, just stepping into that truth and to lead boldly that way, um, yeah, it's so important.
1: Thank you so much for being vulnerable about that. It it really does resonate, Danielle. Um, I there's not a single woman in ministry that I talk to who who doesn't sit in that tension of wanting to be true to her calling, not overstep, not fall behind. Um, and then at the end of the day, it's so wise what you said, you know, recognizing that at the end of the day, what we're called to is obedience and we can't guarantee that we can't guarantee what our impact will be. And and that's why, again, at the end of the day, even as a spiritual leader, the the serving that we do in ministry isn't the end all be all of our spiritual lives, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to that we are a daughter and that we are loved by Jesus and that we are, you know, beloved in that way. And so I, I just really am so thankful for you to share so honestly about what that journey has been like for you. And, and I have to say, God is using you so clearly just the way that you make room for people's stories and their voice. And it's really beautiful. I've really, really been, really enjoyed getting to watch you shine in that way.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah. And I think sometimes for somebody thinking like, well, I just, I just like sharing people's stories. Like for me, like it becomes so mundane, like that's just normal. And so I would think back if somebody's like, I want to go into ministry, just find the space that that you do so well that it just seems completely normal because not everybody has the gifts and the talents that you do It's very specific and unique to who you are and so to, just to try to thrive in that um, lane that God has, has placed you in so thank you for that Andrea I appreciate it
0: yeah that's good yes I, I feel like uh, so many who work in ministry male, female the like there is such you, you said something in your journal entry that really resonates with me which is there's this deep desire for our drive and our passion and our push not to be misconstrued as self, like as self-aggrandizing, right? Like we want it to be something that is completely aligned to who God is and that um, encouragement to continue leaning into recognizing who you are, being a child of God and leaning into that call. Like if we are operating and, and surrounding ourselves with people who can help us reinforce that truth, like, those things will never be done in vain when done in the pursuit of, of God's kingdom. But that it's so hard as a human person, right? Like, just like Andrea said, not knowing what the impact will be and trying to to balance in our own mind in the, in the shallowness of our human understanding of like wanting the validation, but not wanting to be misconstrued. And I just, I, I again, I want to echo Andrea's thoughts on thanking you for your vulnerability. I know so many of our community listening to this, feels like they're right there with you. And I just so appreciate you sharing with us.
1: Well, maybe next time we'll get to talk about middle school dating trauma, but for now we have to wrap it up. Um, So good. So good. It's we're so lucky. We get to have conversations like this. Um, I hope those of you listening, you, I know that you heard what you needed to hear and our prayer and our hope are total desire is that you have been uplifted and encouraged, that you know that you're not alone and that you know that God is paying attention to you and giving you everything you need for his purpose in your life. All right. Until next time, keep leading bold. Thanks, Danielle. You're welcome.
2: (laughs) Thank you.
0: Well, we hope you loved this episode with Danielle Zapchank, just an incredible voice and one who is dedicated to raising the voice of others. Um, If you'd like to hear more about Danielle, uh, we encourage you to check out her podcast, which is uh, the Parable Podcast, or um, check out what she's doing as a speaker and her involvement in those areas at DanielleZapchank.com. Because Danielle is in the Chicagoland area, I can't help but mentioning we have a Chicago conference coming up, and we hope you're excited about that. We would absolutely love to see you there. Tickets are still available at leadingbold.org. That's October 27th. It's a Friday in Naperville, Illinois. So if you're in and around that area, run, don't walk. Uh, It's going to be an amazing time with an amazing group of women. We hope to see you there. Until next time.